Right. Okay. Well, welcome everyone this afternoon to um, the opening of the Carries a Culture exhibition, which has been developed with the Congo Great Lakes Initiative. This project is, is very much about um, a diasporic community who are based in London um, and the point of the Congo Great Lakes Initiative in many ways is to sort of engage with aspects of Congolese heritage in the UK um, as a way of sort of making connections with, with um, the, 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 the country in which people live now and in which their children are growing up. So I think it's important for them that there are these historic connections with the Congo which they're kind of enlivening and bringing into focus through projects like this. We have... Um, quite a few collections here from the Congo, but many of them are related to the Baptist missionaries who were quite active um, in the Congo from the late 19th century onwards. Hello, my name is Pamela Campbell and I'm the Vice Chair of Congo Great Lakes Initiative. As we were going through looking at pictures, we realised just how, how much um, hard-working the women of the Congo um, were and still are, we realise that they're the ones who were basically carrying everything, not just physically but, you know, sort of um, socially and mentally. And um, although um, men um, play their part, it seems to be um, not as great as... I mean, I, I know that the men are warriors and, you know, you have your chiefs and your kings, but the everyday sustaining of life seems to have been done by the women and that included sort of um, uh, planting food, you know, um, harvesting the food, processing the food, cooking the food, and feeding families and feeding people in general, and just having life ticking over every day. And um, and so um, when we looked basically at how um, how hard these women worked, we decided that really they deserve to have an exhibition about their role in the Congo. There are a range of photographs, and we have about 250, um, and, the, and some of them are, are landscape shots, some of them show activities. Um, we have quite a lot of photographs which are quite common from that period of sort of leaders and chiefs um, at villages who are posing often with ceremonial weapons and so on. But we also have a series of photographs that are related to kind of economic activities, um, so the processing of palm oil, but importantly also the, the processing of, of manioc or cassava uh, into foodstuffs. And, and those were the photographs that when we were working with the, the CGLI, um, they, they were particularly interested in because they kind of highlighted women's role in, in the society and, and productive work and so on. Um, so there's a number of photographs of women carrying massively heavy kind of loads on their backs and baskets of firewood and, and, and quanga food, um, which they're kind of moving around in a huge effort. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, Jean-Marie, Jean-Marie Witelli, uh, uh, one of the members of uh, the Congolese community in England. Most of our uh, uh, people uh, just uh, take things for granted, I would say, yeah? Well, uh, they don't know about their culture very well. And thanks to this kind of project, it uh, enlightened them and uh, make them proud of uh, their uh, uh, heritage. Women are there from the beginning to the, uh, the, the end of the process of making kwanga. Uh, kwanga being a staple diet, as we said, so it's very important yeah, to keep uh, uh, society going on, to feed the, the whole family. Uh, it's, it's women and uh, carrying uh, the, the, uh, the, the cassava uh, roots um, uh, through all the process, bringing it to, to the water in order to, uh, 
to dispel the poison. As you remember that the the the, uh, the cassava uh, uh, root has got some uh, poison, and in the process you have to carry it from the farm, bring it to the water sources, and uh, get rid of uh, the poisonous uh, um, uh, element on it. Taking uh, the 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 kwanga again. Uh, on the, 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 the um, back uh, to where they will manufacture, let's say, um, the kwanga, and even to the uh, to the missionaries, uh, because the missionaries have the uh, the duty to provide food to um, the believers. So uh, you see, so in fact, uh, women are uh, plays a, a, ro a very important role within the, the society. Um, so the original idea when the project started was to actually um, link um, the Congo and Britain historically, because it was believed that a lot of the children from the Congo were losing um, their roots, uh, or in the sense that they had kind of no idea of the history, and so that's how it began. And um, Throughout the three years that we've been doing um, this project in one way or another, it's always involved children so that they're aware of the different processes that go on. So, for example, um, many children might not um, want to know about kwanga or even eat kwanga because, they, you know, children, when they come into a different environment, tend to want to eat the food of that environment. So it's quite a good thing to remind them of the process of a staple food and an important food that's used at, um, for special occasions. What this project has done um, really effectively is to use the focus of the project for, as an opportunity for us to re-engage with the collections, um, to get different perspectives, to see them in a different light. Um, and I think you know it was very clear that from the point of view of people um, in the diasporic community, this connection with kwanga as a food which is still eaten now was something which they could recognise in historic photographs and which actually they brought a huge amount of knowledge to helping us to understand the photographs, what was going on in them, what the kinds of processes were. So we know more about our collections now as a result of that. But actually, I think importantly, we've actually um, enlarged the collections because as a result of that project, um, a number of photographs were commissioned in the contemporary Congo of similar kinds of processes going on. So we've actually added those to the collection. So we have now have collections from 2016 to complement those from 1905 to 1910 um, of people, you know, um, processing manioc, processing cassava, very similar technologies in many cases. I'm Didier Ibilakwingi. I'm the director of uh, Congo Great Lake Initiative. The, the, the collaboration is very important with uh, universities because they have the knowledge. They have the knowledge, but we, we have the information. Uh, and then when you bring uh, academics with communities, they bring all the information they have together, you will end up with a very, very nice exhibition. Uh, my name is Pauline Mumbaya. Uh, I'm from Democratic Republic of Congo origin, and I've been living in the, the country for the last uh, 23 years. Young children love kwanga, so I can explain to them with images, pictures that we collected from this exhibition. Especially I've got my grandson who is five years old. Since he was like uh, three years old, he started to like kwanga so much. And I brought him today where, when we were visiting the, the, the site and he discovered how kwanga is made. And he keep on asking me questions, Meme, this is how they make kwanga. I said, yes. So he learned how kwanga is made. And in the future, he can pass it to his brothers, to his siblings. 
Kwanga is the main food in the Congo. Actually, there is Kwanga and Fufu, but both of them they come from the same root of cassava uh, bread, you know. So the roots, that is the main food actually. So you cannot get rid of them. <laughs> there is no a single party here in London where you won't find Kwanga. If there is none, there has not been a party. <laughs>